Hello, friends. As a single parent, do you frequently find that anger rises within you and bursts out onto your children? Are you often overcome with guilt, knowing that your words and behavior are unacceptable and damaging, but you're at a loss as to find a way beyond those sinful patterns? Do you lay your head on your pillow at night, depressed, because you know that you didn't do well that day. First of all, I want you to know that you're not alone. Over the past few years, I've come to realize how many, many women struggle with extreme anger, especially towards their children. Being a single mom can make the problem even harder. It can be difficult to talk about but I want you to know there's hope. This is an area in which the Lord has dealt with me deeply. By His grace, there's been a lot of change. And today, I want to share with you five steps you can take to overcome sinful rage and anger as a Christian and as a single mom. Hello and welcome to Christ-Dependent Single Motherhood. Are you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and longing for a safe community of believers? Do you sit up at night googling how to work and homeschool at the same time, or Bible verses on anxiety? Do you wish for a Titus II older woman to help you navigate this lonely parenting path? I'm Sarah, a veteran homeschooling mom daughter of Christ, and no stranger to broken marriage. I know the heavy burden of shouldering a family alone. I only wanted to raise my children to love Jesus Christ, but I watched as my family crumbled in front of me. I didn't know who I could trust, but God provided the healing and discipleship I needed through mentors who spent years faithfully applying His Word to my heart like ointment to wounds. My desire is to use this podcast to share what I've learned, what I'm still learning. My prayer is that you'll be pointed to Christ, learn to forgive, find freedom from fear, and learn that we have a God who can be trusted. Make sure your earbuds are charged and grab your Bible. Let's walk this path together. Hello again, friends. I am so thankful the Lord has brought me through this week. And I know he's carried you through these past days too, hasn't he? I continue to see his faithfulness, even in the middle of some pretty significant trials. And I'm so glad that we have a God who promises to work all things for good 
for those who love him. Well, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, ain't mama happy, ain't nobody happy. And I think there's a side of this saying that it's really important to remember. When we as mothers are not reining in our emotions, our words and our actions, we can create an environment of tyranny and fear instead of joy and affection for our families. It wasn't until I joined an online group of like-minded believing moms several years ago that I realized what an incredibly common struggle harshness and rage is for many mothers. When I was a young mom, I remember going to bed almost every night, weighted down with the guilt of my words and behavior toward my children. I felt hopeless and alone. At the same time, when I was in the midst of this period, I wasn't able to see the long-term damage I was doing by giving vent to my anger on a regular basis. I knew that my behavior didn't honor the Lord, and I wanted to overcome the sin, but I just didn't get the impact my choices were having on my kids. One of the things I wanted to bring out today is the truth that our actions, even when we repent of them, do have consequences. And I hope that considering this reality will help us to regard more seriously the battle with this sin of anger or rage. The truth is, when kids live in an environment where they don't know when mom is going to fall apart emotionally, it creates trauma. I still have to be very careful about raising my voice, especially with my oldest children who are nearly grown, because it brings back a lot of fears for them from when they were small. But perhaps even more serious than the potential to traumatize our children is the destruction of our own Christian testimony in front of the small people that we have been commissioned to evangelize on this earth. They're not going to have open ears to hear what we say about the gospel if day after day our behavior contradicts the character of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying this to discourage you all. I just want us to think soberly about the effects of our choices. It's very easy to minimize the impact of the things we say and do and tell ourselves, well, I didn't physically harm my child. It was just yelling. Or I just threw a dish on the floor. It didn't hurt anybody. Or I know I disciplined in a fit of rage, but I said I was sorry afterwards. At the same time, that I'm telling you or reminding you of these things. I want to testify that Jesus Christ is enough. His blood is enough to cover our sins and his grace is sufficient to progressively transform us into his own likeness. If anger or rage is a struggle that you have, I want to encourage you today with a few things. These are five steps you can take to help you overcome rage and sinful anger as a Christian and as a single mom. The first step is this. Stay in the Word of God. Spend time in God's presence, soaking Him in for His own sake. 
Yes, you should specifically bring your sin struggle to him. Ask for his help in overcoming your anger and ask his wisdom in helping you get to the root of it. But I think it's really easy to spend a lot of time focused on the sin, but forget to look at Jesus in his beauty and his glory, to consider God's precious and very great promises and his faithfulness that's been to all generations. When we wrap ourselves in the knowledge of the glory of God, it is transformative. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. We need to see Jesus for who he is and be changed as we look upon him. How do we do that? By going to the word and reading, listening, memorizing, meditating. If your responsibilities for your children and work seem to last every waking moment, as they often do for single parents, do what you need to do to fit your time with the Lord in even if you can't get time all by yourself. If you haven't listened to episode one yet, which is all about strengthening our devotional lives, I want you to go back after you listen to this one and listen to that first episode. The second step to overcoming sinful anger as a single mom and as a Christian is stay with God's people and be honest with them about your struggles. When we hide sin, or at least try to hide it, it gains power and becomes more deeply rooted. Find an older woman to talk to, mature in the faith, who can help hold you accountable. I think you might be surprised at how other women may be able to identify with your struggles, but it's important to find someone, if possible, who is older in the Lord and who attends your church. It can be someone from outside of your church if necessary, but typically we want to look inside our local congregations. God did not intend for us to live the Christian life alone. Hebrews 10.25 says, Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. And one of the ways we can encourage each other is by bearing one another's burdens, including our sin burdens, holding one another accountable, and lifting each other up in prayer. By the way, if you don't have a church right now, or if you're looking for a new one, please go ahead and ask in our Facebook group. Remember that there's a link in the show notes. We would love to pray for you. And many of our members might actually have suggestions of specific churches or advice on how to find a solid local body. The third step in overcoming anger is to be quick to ask forgiveness of your children when you've sinned against them. Do not in any way use their behavior as a justification for your own. I know that children can seem very provoking at times. Believe me, I have five, and they are sinners just like we are. 
but we must take full responsibility for our choices and humbly ask them not to hold it against us when we've sinned. We also need to go quickly to the Father, remembering 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a relief that is. God is faithful, and he is not only able, but willing to make us clean from our sin every single time. As a side note, one of the benefits of the habit of being quick to ask for forgiveness that I've noticed in my own home has been that my children are much quicker to ask for forgiveness themselves, to confess when they've done wrong, and to seek restoration. I think we need to remember that we teach our children by modeling repentance after sinning as much as we teach them by modeling godly behavior to begin with. Because on this side of eternity, we're all going to continue to battle with sin. It's essential that while we have them in our homes, we teach our children what it looks like to battle and deal in a humble, righteous way with sin. The fourth step in overcoming sinful anger is, if you think you might have a diagnosable mental health issue, such as postpartum anxiety, please seek help for it. Pharmaceuticals and supplements are both options that you have. Sometimes taking something can really remove the edge from your struggle. It's not a replacement for sanctification, but addressing health issues that are behind a problem with rage may really be able to help calm our emotions and ward off temptation. The Lord knows our frame. He knows that we are but dust. We are weak. And it's right to seek treatment when we need it. Also, if you have any kind of trauma or abuse in your past that was perpetrated against you, please find a biblical counselor or a Christian counselor who's trained in helping people process past wounds. The root of sinful anger is not always obvious on the surface, but it can be very helpful to have a well-trained, godly man or woman to help us address what may be false thinking, making the problem worse. And the fifth step in overcoming sinful rage and anger is remember that sanctification or growth in Christ-likeness is a process not an event. Don't give up hope. Philippians 1.6 says, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. God promises he's going to finish the work he started in us. Let's also keep 1 Corinthians 10.13 in the front of our minds. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. 
Finally, think about what Matthew tells us Jesus said just before he left this earth. He assured his disciples, Lo, I am with you always. This same Jesus, who suffered on the cross and who rose from the dead for your sake and for mine, refuses to leave our side. He is with us always, especially in our battles with sin. My dear friends, keep clinging to his promises. God keep you all. If you've been uplifted in any way by this podcast, it would mean so much if you'd not only subscribe, but leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded believing women on the same path as you, consider joining our Facebook group. A link is in the show notes. Until next time, remember, we have a God who can be trusted.